Sessionable. Oh, we're back. Um, so after a, a short break of, I don't know, what does it feel like, a year or something? <laughs> um, we're, we're doing another episode of Sessionable. Once again, just so Tom can shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, and we're on the road for the first time. We're on the road for the first time in a long time. Um, Set up was smooth as always. Oh, yeah. Um, Five minutes, wasn't it? <laughs> And we've got some special guests with us today. So as I said, we're um, not in our usual place, which is, I don't know, is that a bit a few these days? I don't even know where, where our home base is. <laughs> wherever, but, um, wherever Adrian is. Wherever Adrian is, yeah. So uh, luckily we've got Adrian Adventure out from bit a few for the day. And um, we're sitting here at Wayward Brewing with uh, a couple of guests, Pete and Sean. Woohoo! Hey, man. Hey, how you going, guys? Good, Good man. Thanks for coming. Oh, we've got Brad here as well. Hey, Brad. Yep, I'm here. <laughs> and Adrian. Hello. Adrian's like, um, he's a bit of a runner today, so he's going to be in he's and out of the mic. not a very talkative mood. So no. Yeah. Mm. That's fine. We'll deal with it. <laughs> um, so, guys, thank you for letting us come around. Oh, thanks for coming, man. Um, it seems to be like a very um, poignant week in, in the life of Wayward Brewing. Yeah, you're there, our first guest after, um, after receiving our license. Congratulations. So, yeah, so thanks, man. Yeah. Mm. Awesome news. Um, the place is looking amazing. Um, the setup's absolutely insane. It's huge, and um, what a spot! It really yeah. is. What a find! Yeah, um, yeah. It's only taken nine months. It's great. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's the longest overnight sensation. <laughs> um, you know, it's a part of Sydney that I, I know quite well. I used to work literally just across the road, almost, and walked past this building a million times. Didn't had no idea that this place existed. That it wasn't a junkyard. Yeah, exactly. And we're sitting in what used to be. A wine fermenter, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, with wax walls, which are stained with red wine. And this is pretty picturesque. This is nice. It's pretty ideal, I must say. Yeah, um, if you've ever wanted to live in a fermenter, this is the way to do it. Yeah. Well, if, unless you're a yeast. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a better way. Yeah, this, is, but, this building yeah. is insane. Yeah, so this is... Um, it was Caldwell Wines somewhere around the turn of the century. And so these rooms used to be wine vats that they would ferment red wine in. And so there's wax on the walls, which is the old way of making a uh, fermenter. And all the red in the walls, or all the brown in the walls, is actually red wine. It's actually soaked through and into the concrete. So uh, I guess for, for the listeners, it's like we're in like a weird-shaped concrete concrete room cut out of i guess we're kind of underground at this point aren't we yeah we cut out underground yeah and um yeah so as as the guys were saying that the walls are like wax lined and it's this weird sort of um red tinge everywhere it's pretty cool and there's more of these rooms that are yet to be cut out yet to be exhumed yeah we've yeah. got i think from our understanding we've got another three back there uh that haven't been opened up yet um we've got access to four of them and depending on who you talk to, there are more that we can't get to at the moment. It's pretty crazy. Is either going to be bodies or treasure in mm. some of them? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, want to, I want to know who's buried in there. <laughs> yeah. But we haven't smelt any weird smells, so... Nah, nah, you're good. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Before we go any further, should we just talk about the first beer we're currently drinking? Our, our starter beer? Well, I mean, we had another starter beer, which was the, the Charmer, just as a palate refresher as we got started which we could come we could come back to that one if you want yeah, yeah we could do that we've got a fair bit of beer so we'll see what happens all right but um but yeah so we're starting what do we got what are we drinking pete tell us uh so this is our sourpuss uh so it's a raspberry berliner weiss um it's a kettle soured beer 
Um, this is in a small test batch, so um, mostly brewed just because my wife was having her birthday party and demanded sourpuss, so <laughs> it had to be done. It's tasting very nice. It's um, it, it will be uh, one of our quite early uh, seasonals once we get up and running. Oh, okay. well, actually, no, I think it'll probably go on full time. I think as a yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm not sure we'll do it twelve months of the year because it's kind of it's a well. I mean, in one way, it's a summer refreshing, yeah. really refreshing yeah. beer. It's yeah. a session beer. It's about four point two. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not overly sour, and it's not overly raspberry. Although this batch is slightly more raspberry than normal. There is a, I mean, it's not over the top, but it's definitely... Yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely there. Yeah. This is probably a little bit more than uh, the previous batch was. Yeah, the previous yeah. batch was a little bit more subtle. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll definitely do it during the summer. But, you know, I find that this appeals to like two kinds of people. Those that hate beer and those that love beer. Yeah. Yep. And in saying, you know, saying before, it's like a, a summery beer. We're very much not in summer at the moment. And it's going down very well. Can't but, like, it has a definitely has the aroma of redskins in in the mm. right way. Mm. Mm. I love the little bit of bitterness that comes from the um, the fruit skin as well, which I think yeah. comes through on the smaller batches that we do. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's tasting really, really, really nice. Mm. Certainly nice to see it around again. Mm. Okay, so having a bit of a squeeze around the um, the setup, and you, I think the, the tasting bar is going to be a very big aspect of what you guys do here. Yeah looking at the size of it and uh was it 12 taps you're looking to have yeah at least at um, least <laughs> to start out with um have so we how, seen how, 12 beers from yeah, where i was gonna yet? say we've not had 12 releases yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's that's a good challenge mm. yeah it is a good challenge i take you guys have some time to to yeah. get well, a few recipes up your sleeve the idea was that we would always have um eight beers that would be wayward beers and then we would reserve four for either guest taps other uh, breweries that were actually doing contract brewing at yep. Wayward, or um, I've also got this idea of, of doing uh, actually charity beers. So the idea is that we would um, some, an idea I've got called craft craft for the community. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we would um, brew a beer in conjunction with a local charity. So we're talking to the RPA hospital now, but their cancer unit. Great. So yep. we would bring in some doctors and maybe patients and we would brew a beer on a 200 liter pilot brewery and then we would put those three kegs behind the bar and you would only be able to get taste those beers if you give a donation okay right that's awesome yeah and then we at the end of the when those three kegs are gone we just give the money to charity and um, what a terrific idea yeah Yeah, that's that's, really cool that's something i'm kind of uh it's my little pet project at the moment and the idea is is another one of those taps we would just kind of give over to Home brewers or brew clubs or whatever, whoever wants to come yeah, in and great. brew a beer. Yeah, okay. it's amazing. I think a, that's a great way to get people engaged as well. So, well, yeah, I think more and more these days, you, um, people really want to feel engaged with their local brewery and setting up in a place like Camperdown. And I think um, a key to that success is really engaging with that with your locals. And sounds like you got some really good. Yeah, there's to there's a really good community vibe around here. Yeah. Like the amount of people that just have wandered in off the street and just gone. Yeah, I've lived here for 20 years. I yeah. just always thought there should should be a brewery here. Yeah, and, yeah. I mean, there's a brewery across the street with yeah. James Squire, but it's really not... And It's not a people. It's not an open-to-the-public brewery. Yeah, it's not open yeah. to the public. Um, yeah. Hopefully, they will be yeah. at some point. Uh, yeah. That'd be great if they do. Yeah, Camperdown definitely has its own vibe. It's not Newtown. It's not, it's not anywhere else. It's definitely its own thing. It's more hipster than Newtown. 
You reckon? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh it's deep in it. <laughs> just because just just you man. live here, Brad. Yeah, oh. man works <laughs> Big ups. <laughs> yeah. No, Camperdown is a great little part of, of Sydney. I've, yeah. I've really, um, really warmed to it being here for, for the time that we've been here. Um, and everyone is great. There's yeah. great cafes, great local restaurants, mm-hmm. great pubs up and down this part of Parramatta yeah. Road and on, is it Booth Street? Down yeah. Down that way? Yeah. It's, um, yeah, really, really uh, great part of the world. And, and Leichhardt City Council over there are, are, have been behind us. And, and <laughs> they really have, mate, in the big scheme. They're probably listening. They're probably the number one listeners. Yeah, um, they, but they, they really be. have. And then they, they really, really want us to, to open. And they really, really um, are in, engaging uh, as much as they can with their, well, who do you call it? The, the people in the... Constituents. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly right. They're, they're, they're massively pushing for it. Good. Cool. Can in we, their own uh, council way. In their yeah. own <laughs> council way. Give a little and take a <laughs> before we Before we get too much further into the, the, the brewery and, and, and the, the launch, can we just take it back a bit? And Pete, could you tell us a bit about your story and how you got to where you are now with the brewery? Yeah, so this is, um, this is about a five-year project. Um, well, I've been... Home brewer for 15 years, but this is but five years ago. I really said, Oh, no, I'm gonna start a brewery, and you know, six months I'll be brewing. Yep, and um, yeah, um, you know, obviously that didn't happen, so we had a lot of false starts. Um, and it was just one of those things that uh, it's just enormously difficult to, to get a brewery off the ground. Finding the right location was really, really key for me, is so we had a had a site down in Balmain it was right opposite the power station it was perfect yep. but you know the um, landlord got the wobbles with potential smells and noises and so on mm-hmm. um, we went to council once and um, that same council that's supporting us so strongly now um, somehow <laughs> said not, not on your life uh, so it, it's I've always lived here while I've lived in Sydney, so I've wanted right. to be in the inner west and in, yep. in Balmain. You know, I always wanted to be in Balmain, um, so this is just you know one suburb away, so it's pretty cool. Excellent. Yeah, so it's yeah, it, you know, home brewing gets in your blood, and you just want to um, continue to to get bigger and bigger equipment and more stuff, and then um, so I I decided to start contract brewing. Right. And that's where I met Sean. So I went down to Illawarra Brewing, and okay. Sean was the head brewer at Illawarra. So that's how we got to know each other. Was Sean was brewing my beer for the last three years, and, right? You know, I was always pretty, pretty actively um, involved in that, and we'd bounce ideas off each other. And so we knew we were kind of compatible from a okay. brewing style and um, and working together. So when when I found this location. Literally, the first thing I did was was tap Sean on the shoulder and say, "Mate, you got to come and and uh, work with us and run your own gig." Did you play hard to get, Sean? Of course, I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it took, it took him five minutes to call me back. <laughs> um, okay. And so, what does this involve? <laughs> no, it was um, it was good timing. I think um, with uh, Wayward getting to the stage of having a or being a contract uh, brewery was just not working for it yep. yeah um oh, obviously there was they were selling plenty of beer and it was keeping us busy down there at Illawarra um but for for wayward to to 
to take off it it needs its own it needs its own venue and yeah. it needs the ability to be able to have eight different wayward beers in tank at one time yeah. so yeah it wasn't a, a very difficult decision for me to um to work with pete and to build a brewery yeah was it was very... or it wasn't it sounded like you say it was <laughs> no, oh, no, okay. <laughs> no it wasn't no, it wasn't it made us the accent yeah, <laughs> how was um, I mean it's I wouldn't say we're jumping the gun it's we're pretty much there but how was the whole process of building the brewery besides the the legal well, not legal but the the council problems which is not really problems it's just, I think it's just part and course of opening a brewery in yeah. Sydney these days because it was originally supposed to be turn of the year wasn't it and then it was going to be April and yeah. now end of June well people people keep asking me my favourite question is oh when do you want to open the brewery and I say three years ago <laughs> right yeah and it really is that every like every date we set we've missed yeah. I don't <laughs> give dates anymore eventually yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's we, we're either yeah, uh, very optimistic or incompetent. Or mm. <laughs> mm. But I mean, you've been very lucky the fact that um, you get into build a brewery from scratch, which is something that mm. almost 80% of the people brewing in Australia right now didn't get the chance that's to what do. I, that's what I tell Sean. I said, how many brewers can say, yeah, I actually uh, you know, poured the concrete that went into this <laughs> step that, you know. Mm. I shall well, even <laughs> working in a brewery where you decided where things are going to go. Because everyone just inherits breweries. Mm. You and work with what you got. Exactly right. And, and, and for, for me, uh, coming from working at Illawarra and then before that, Five Islands, and, and both breweries that were really designed by brewers, you learn what works and, yeah. and you want to make it as easy as you can on yeah. y- on yourself and the people who are going to work with you. So this has been, you know, my five years of brewing um, and Pete's however many years of Three years home. of watching you brew. Yeah, three years <laughs> of watching you brew and hearing me whinge about, you know, carrying things this distance and, and not yeah. having everything in the exact right place. Right. Um, I feel that this is, this is what a, a brewery built by a brewer should be like. Yeah, yeah. And also, I mean, the fact that um, because we were gypsies and we did wander around and we did cheat on LORR from time to time, and uh, well, you brew- got to mm. you got to see like yeah, that's right. Breweries are set up. Mm. You know, I brewed yeah. in probably six six breweries around Sydney, and I've seen um, all the good things and some bad things, yeah. and mm. it's it was really really instructive on uh, you know if 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 I was starting five years ago, I'd be I would have done things far differently to the way we did it today because you yeah. just kind of go, oh, I just just grab a couple tanks and we'll just yeah. start brewing, yeah. right? And then as you as you um, brew more, you just say, well, actually, you know what? Having a floor that drains is pretty cool. <laughs> mm. yeah. 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 So and you, we just we went into this saying, okay, what are the things we're going to spend money on, and what are the things we can economize on, and. And that was really cool because that was that was really even when um, Sean was sort of on the edge, we were talking about well, what would you do? Well, how would you do this? How would you do that? Yeah. Um, so it was all all kind of collaboratively built. And 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 even the brewery um, itself has been completely specked out to what we wanted it to be. Yeah. Um, it's it's not a, a straight off the shelf um, version of that brewery. Um, Pete put a lot of research and and um, an effort into getting that exactly what what we wanted, and and also me 
whinging saying, you know, this is what I would do, this is what, you know, and, and it ended up being just perfect. I can't wait for that thing to fire up. I was going to say, I can only imagine the tension in you guys <laughs> yeah. sitting yeah. here with it's all this just... shit around you in this amazing space yeah. and just wanting to just start. Just turn it on. <laughs> yeah. We, we can turn the rakes on and we can pump water from cold vessel to cold vessel. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's pretty, <laughs> yeah. it's that close. It's that close. Amazing. Yeah. How, um, how long do you reckon, or how confident are you that you can dial that brewery in pretty quickly? Um, I've had a lot of time to look at it. Um, and, <laughs> and if anyone gets to have a look at it, there's more butterfly valves on the front of that brew kit than anything you've ever seen in your entire <laughs> life. Uh, so a, a lot of time labeling what's going where, um, testing the abilities of the pumps because I don't think anyone in Australia has these pumps yet. Uh, and you know, it's a four vessel brew house, uh, with a, you know, separate whirlpool, um, which is cold jacketed. So it'd be lovely to say that we can have three beers going at once, um, and get a, in a, in a three batch brew day, um, in under 12 hours. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So I think we will, we'll obviously work up to that, but yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah, I'm a multitasker, but geez. <laughs> and, and that, and that, you know, I might need to be, be here to, to, uh, give, give a bit of assistance, you know? Um, but I think that, that um you know the thing is that we having brewed at so many different breweries like i've kind of gotten the um gotten a bit of a a clue as to you know every brewery i walk into was going to brew the beer slightly differently just because of the effect of uh just because of the different equipment and the different runoff times and all that kind of stuff so fortunately in the craft brewing world you know we're not um we're not bound to, you know, replicate a, a, a given beer no. every time. Yeah. So uh, I think we can, you know, we probably won't do um, one of our staples, the first beer, right? We'll probably do something new that can, yep. that we, you know. If, celebration beer. What, you know, what if it, it turns, whatever the way standard. it turns out, that's the way it meant yeah. to turn out. Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah. So I, I think we'll dial it in pretty quickly as yeah. to the efficiency and so on. Um you know, the nice thing is we've scaled it so that we can do half brews uh, very okay. easily. So I really wanted a lot of flexibility in the brewery. That's what Sean was talking about when we designed it was being able to um, do a half brew if we want to, do a specialty brew if we want to. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and yeah, it was a lot of calculating, oh, well, you know, this grist to water ratio, you know, how's that going to do, how's that going to run off? Um and as Sean said, we we put a few tricks in from the from my home brewing um, time, <laughs> like um, jacketing the uh, the uh, whirlpool, so that we can kind of do almost like um, like an, in, an almost like an immersion chiller. Yeah, wow. Right? Yeah. So uh, really lock in a lot of hop character um, yeah. exactly where we want it. So it's some pretty exciting stuff, and with our uh, ice block tank we've got and yeah so there's not many breweries have no they claim to an ice block tank a dedicated <laughs> ice block tank yeah yeah so that's going to be pretty fun and that'll be probably one of the first brews we put down because mm-hmm. you know that while. that's going to take some time to yeah. really develop you talked about um 
opening the the brewery up to to contract brewing and and accommodating some some gypsy brewers here is that something that's going to happen straight away or will there be a bit of a, a lag before you start opening the doors yeah we'll let them be the guinea pigs screw up a few batches yeah. and, <laughs> ah so that's the efficiency you're getting right okay okay cool all right well, thanks, thanks for that. um look I, I think the the fact that i've been a gypsy for the last three years um and a lot of other brewers have really helped us out along the way um i kind of feel an obligation to give back a little bit you know there's a new, new a new breed of brewers coming through that's going to be um that needs space yeah and and you know we'll have space for a while so um so we're we're pretty keen on and there's a number of contract brewers that are pretty keen on brewing here so i take it they're already knocking down your door to try and get in yeah there's a few yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah that's good no, it's good that you know you do get the feeling that there's going to be a real community vibe to this place. Um, yeah, I mean, um, you know, I was pretty impressed when I went down and checked out Cavalier um, yeah. a few months back, yeah. and you know they've got a real vibe down there, mm-hmm. a real community around it, and I liked that. I liked what they were doing. So, um, yeah, we'll we'll keep it up as long as we can. And like I said, you know, um, we've got a 200 liter pilot brewery that. I'm quite happy for anybody to really have a go at. Yeah, that's that's exciting. All righty, so, so in front life. of us we have the Pirate Life Paleo. So um, I did a bit of a trip to Adelaide to go to Good Beer Weedy, mm-hmm. and I did a bit of shopping while I was around and bought back some tinnies. Um, that was tinnies there, you said. Tinnies. 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 <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, so I got the, the pail here, and we got the session. Is it session... Pale session no, IPA. Uh, it's a pale ale and the IPA. I think. No, no. One's a session something. I don't know. It's pale ale and this it's is a, a throwback IPA. Uh, yeah, session, session IPA. The oh, throwback. Okay. Yeah. All right. There three is um, three and a half. There's a double IPA as well, but I kind of drank them. Um, <laughs> a double IPA comes in a pint can as well. Oh, what? And it's like eight point two percent. I don't understand that. <laughs> so I don't, don't understand really why they did that. it that way around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, it makes a pretty good roadie, I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, hells yeah. <laughs> so these guys have come via Brewdog, is that right? They, they cut their teeth at um, Brewdog? Yeah, so the two two brewers, both yeah, were bre- both Australians who were brewing at, at Brewdog. Mm. Mm. Um, got a chance to run into a few of them around Good Beer Weedy and yep. Good Beer Week. Seemed like pretty top legs. Um, I think there's some other people involved in the company as well, but um, yeah. Uh, definitely, it's exciting to see they're doing really well in Adelaide. Yeah, they generated quite a bit of interest, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. In a short yeah, space of time, there's quite a, been quite a few Australian brewers that have worked at a Brewdog. Brewdog? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I ran into a few in when I was in London, oh, about six or seven years ago. Yeah, I think they've always had a project of taking on some people. Yeah, um, I forget their names, but I was talking to one of the guys about asked him how he got the job at Brewdog, and he literally just sent them an email and said. Can I come and work for you? They said, "Well, if you can get over here in a month, yes." So he literally just packed his bags and went. Wow. <laughs> so, <laughs> jeez. Um, but he was saying that he was working there just before the new brewery opened up. So he was working at the old brewery. Okay. And he was saying that one of the unfortunate things is the way he's he used his visa or something. He couldn't actually. He missed the opening of the new brewery uh, by like a week or something. Uh, but yeah. Right. So that might have been brewery. one of the guys I, I I met. That sounds like a very similar story. Could well be. Yeah. Yeah. Remember yeah. his name? I can't remember his name. Yeah, for the last I don't minute. remember his name either. 
I wasn't sober. It's probably Bruce, when I met right? Him. <laughs> Bruce. Yeah. Bruce. <laughs> 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 Something in common then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did have a very, very boozy 10 days. It seems um, to have a, an aggressive hop yeah, I character think to it. Definitely it's the style of the brewery. Mm. Um, all three of the beers have pretty aggressive hop character to it. Yep. What was the um, double IPA like? Double IPA was awesome. Mm. Really good. Um, the uh, general consensus I had talking to a few people in Adelaide, sitting at the Weedy, is that the Pale Ale definitely seems to be the, the winner out of the three. Yeah, okay. Which is interesting because I thought you'd just presume yeah. it would be the 8.2% double IPA. Mm. But, um, which I really did enjoy, but this is equally as, yeah, as big. Yeah. Mm. Looks great in the can as well, doesn't it? Yeah, and even seen they've got like a little recipe index yeah. around the, the top of the cans. Really, oh, really? Cool. Yeah. They've got like ferment temp and... Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So the packaging's pretty cool, yeah. Did you guys have any thoughts of canning at all? <sighs> we, um, we've had many discussions <laughs> um, about uh, whether we wanted a canning line or not. Uh and it was we've kind of changed opinions separately yeah. and um i was a, a can guy first and pete was a bottle and then we've kind of come and gone into both camps separately right uh and then at this present time we have settled on a bottling lined up first okay um just for entry into package market yep. being a little bit more versatile um with the ability to be able to do smaller runs um, it on a bottle, yep. Uh, yeah. And not saying that we won't go to cans because we both love the the format. Um, but it's uh, the bottle was just first. We we just think that we needed to go into bottle yeah. first. Yeah, definitely. If you guys, uh, I mean, my thought would be if you guys were to do cans, you'd have to do cans and bottles. Like, yeah. to see the, the ice block in a can or something. Yeah, like exactly that. right. So, yeah. uh, and and a lot of um the the venues that have requested package product from us and and um especially when mikey the barley cowboy is out and about um <laughs> a, a lot of a lot of the people who are requesting um bottle product uh and you know mikey's a, a, a massive can lover um and that's beer cans yeah <laughs> well all, all, all sorts of cans. whatever oh. whatever he can get his hands on um but um it, it's, it seems that depending on what kind of venue you're going into, um, the bottle is seems to be a, a, a more accepted in you know a, a high a high level restaurant will, will yeah you I've know. got no doubt that cans will will take over they yeah. should take over the world I think it's yeah. it's the right thing mm. and Australia is definitely tracking on track with the rest of the world if not a little bit faster I think than right. the uptake of cans but mm. um well you yeah. look at how fast Australia took up the Stelvin cap. On, yeah, yeah. On wine, right? Well, we I mean, were the, one it, of the leaders of the Stelvin Cap. It, it went from, oh my God, I would never drink a wine with a screw cap to, oh, it's just that's the way good wine is served, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So I think it will catch on really, really quickly. Um, but right now, everybody, nobody turns their nose up at a bottle. Correct. But some people turn their nose up at a can. Yep. And there is still a bit of an educational thing to get people is. around to there is. Yeah. cans. Um, you know, the weird thing is I remember like maybe like six years ago when James from Brewdog came to Australia 
And it was like when Brewdog were canning beers, but we weren't having them here. And I said to him, "What's what's the deal with cans, man? Like, what the yeah. fuck's the deal with cans? Like, mm. no one in Australia is ever going to buy a good beer out of a can." I, I distinctly remember saying it to him. And yeah. Here, my here am I now? Yeah, yeah. And when, when you serve when you serve your first uh, <laughs> serve pack of uh, first pack four pack of Rodenback yeah. in a can yeah, 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 exactly. over the counter at. Uh, yeah. Camperdown Cellars, oh, you went, you went yeah. okay, words eaten. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah, I, I, I definitely, uh, yeah, but you know, like six years ago, yeah, it was, it was yeah. never going to happen. But, hey. Oh, I know. Here we are. Yeah, no, I, I, it's got to happen, and it's a great format, even from a branding standpoint. They look great. Yeah, that's what I think as well. You they know. look fantastic. Um, Instead of having a label, you, the whole thing is a label. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Did you see the... Um, the um, Panhead can, yeah, cans, yeah, the uh, panheads, yeah, they're great. At Gabs, yeah, yeah, they were, they looked fantastic. Yeah, they're, they're great beers too. Mm. Um, fantastic. Yeah, for for those who don't know, what we're talking about a uh, Panhead, the brewery from New Zealand, have released a new range of four cans called Canheads, and each one of them's like a different character. And there's like a, a rose and hibiscus saison, an oak stout, which is. Thick as hell. <laughs> I had that as a roadie once leaving the bottle shop, walking up to the Flodge, and got like to the door of the Flodge and still had like half a 500 mil <laughs> like, oh, can. It's like, it's like scully maple syrup. It was so thick. Yeah. But um, yeah, there's a red red rye or red IPA. Okay. Um, yeah, great. Great. Yeah, and the packaging is awesome. So even with Gabs, it's noticing that you can't just set up a table and at a beer festival anymore. No. You almost got to get a stage director to... A set designer to build your you need to bring beer a, tent for you. You need to bring in a bloody motorbike. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I don't know about you guys, but I'm getting more uh, more hop character out of the pale than the um, session IPA. Yeah, yeah definitely. What you were saying, Liam, was the general consensus at, at Beer Week. Yeah, yeah. The general consensus I had was people that the, the pale was the winner out of the three. Um, oh, but this... I didn't, this didn't is even, a I didn't even look at it. Like, it's yeah. three, three and a half percent. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that's amazing for yeah. three and a half percent. Oh, yeah. Really. It's got quite a lot of bitterness the, to it. The it? double IPA was 8.2, and that was equally as aggressive as the pale, if oh, not bigger. I, I take it all back. I was expecting it to For 3.2 percent, that's pretty cracking, isn't it? Yeah, that's great. Mm. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I mean, we, um, we tried... Um, uh, a session IPA we called it tiny IPA mm-hmm. um, and it was I thought it was a great beer it was 3.8% but there is a real stigma especially in New South Wales with um, beers under 4% they're just yeah not, we still we definitely we definitely choose our beers by alcohol percentage yeah um, whereas in Queensland you know uh, mid strength yeah. is uh, accepted yeah yeah real accepted I mean yeah it, I remember um being at a, a work event and um, having uh, a little cruises Rogers and people were like, what are you, little girl, having a Rogers? I'm like, what? <laughs> I actually really like Rogers. It's, it's a, a cracking beer. It's a great, it's beer. A great beer. It's like, oh, we can't, can't you handle the food, the big boys? And like, well, exactly. I can drink yeah, a big beer like, big beer like everyone else, but I just really like that beer. Oh, it's yeah. funny because where I'm from, it's the opposite. There's, yeah, there's exactly right. against strong beers, you know. Yeah. Some people wouldn't dream of going above 4% even and uh, yeah. it would really shy away from the big stuff. And there's been a, a whole industry around trying to pack in as much flavour into these 3.8% session mm. ales mm. for quite some time now. And it's, yeah, a, it's a real skill. Of, it's a real art. used to get lots of looks when I take a tenants extra on the tube. <laughs> you know, road beer. Yeah. 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 you got to make, you, you know, you got to you got to preserve that uh, bladder space, you know, so you have to make the most of it. One of one of my favourites that is in a, around that strength in, in Sydney is the, the Rocks ISA. I, I really enjoy yeah, that beer. Yeah, yeah. Really it's enjoy on the it. money at the moment. Jeez, um, I've got to say, the last like 
six months, maybe even longer, all the Rocks beers have been, yeah, they have been tasting getting better. Yeah. Really good. And that ISA especially is yeah. is cracking. Yeah, the ISA is fantastic. I mean, you guys would know you spent a bit of time there yep, no, the last, we, last year uh, or so. No, we uh, quite often get to um, sample what's going on through there and they're doing such a good job. Scotty's... Yeah. That that that's a tough brew to run. Yeah, I can imagine that that mash filter is just. I've, so we've brewed there quite a bit since I've started, and I try and learn what's going on there, and I still can't wrap my head around it. It's that just system. that it's just it's beyond me. And and not having to touch a single valve on the brew house while you're brewing, <laughs> everything just kind of just goes where you tell it to with the the, the screen there. Hmm. Um, but it, as much as there's a lot of robotics and pneumatics to it, it's it's still great craft beer at the end of it. You can, you know, batch to batch, you know, there's those, yeah. those beautiful craft beer inconsistencies yeah. that yeah. you expect. And it's just, we're really, really happy with what's coming out of rocks at the moment. Is, and, there, um, a, is there a point where it gets so high tech that it actually takes a little bit away from the process? You can taste the craft in it, can't you? Is yeah. That, is that <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean in, I don't mean in terms of the finished yeah, product, I, but I mean about in terms of your enjoyment of actually producing the stuff, right? Oh, it'd have to be. I, I don't like I I've I've been uh, been pretty lucky with uh, with uh, a little water there being a, you know a two vessel DME system where everything was as hands on as you possibly could. Yeah, you know, still using a, a hand mash rake. Yeah. Um, and then to to step up to to rocks and have that that heb system, yeah. So on a, on a scale of, I, I, I think it's I think it, it I agree with you. It's taking a little bit away from, you know, it's um it's very mechanical. Yeah. In my view, um, so I'm, you know, call me a purist or a romanticist or whatever. I would have thought another word, but whatever. Yeah, dickhead. We'll go, we'll, we'll go with purist. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, um, you can't swear, so it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, 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 you know, there's a little bit to be said for tradition. I mean, uh, you know, coming from a homebrew um, background, there's there's really no tradition, and anything goes, and you cobble together everything. But as you brew more, I think you appreciate the, the yep. processes that it were, why they were there, and yeah. why people have been doing that for um, two thousand years. So on a scale of homebrew to rocks, where does your setup come in at? Nice <laughs> <laughs> question. Um, the the mash filter is a big thing um, there. That, that that ability to squeeze, you know, every last bit of of uh, of sugar out of a mash that that's that's pretty awesome and pretty incredible. Um, but you know what? They're all doing the same thing at the end of the day, and and just basically just getting about it different ways, right? Yeah, exactly right. If you could, you know, if if you if you don't know what one of those Heb systems does, it basically pumps a, a free flowing slurry of mash into a big piano accordion thing and squeezes it, um, and it's the efficiencies that you can get out of it are. You know, home brewer or a brewer perspective, we can get you know eighty one, eighty three percent out of a a normal mash. That that Heb system is looking at like ninety three, ninety four percent efficiency. That's just so. That means using less grain, using less grain, less for, water. Yep. Yeah. Uh, 
I don't know the, the, the final numbers, and if you ever talk to Scotty about that, he'd be able to point it out to you. But <laughs> is the cost of that style of brewery installing a brewery like that compared to what you have it's vastly frightening, different? Frightening, frightening. Yeah, it's frighteningly expensive. Yeah. So it's very much a long term. You'll you'll make your money back, but yeah, you'll but, your money yeah. back yeah. over time. Yeah, um, yeah. We I looked into it and and went uh, no, can't afford it. Yeah, Sorry. yeah, yeah. But you'd have one if you if someone gave it. Would you? Out. Yeah, uh, for yeah. sure. Adrian, did you want to get involved? I was just going to say, um, having done a bottling day at Rocks Brewing, it's definitely not the most uh, automated brew house in the world. But. <laughs> so <laughs> that bottling line, um, when I say bottling, line, it's a more of a human bottling line there at the moment, and they do charge through it. And I've seen the um, the Shenanigan boys hammer, they hammer in there, uh, do, doing a couple of pallets between three or four people in a day. <laughs> That's that's the least automated. The the keg cleaner is also beautifully automated. The ability to be able to flip it from upside down to right side that up pretty cool. without yeah. having to touch it. I was just playing. That's with just it magic. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it no, saves you back. Like oh, yeah. it's just fantastic. Yeah. Um, I like to give our brewers a bit more exercise. Yeah, keep them keep them hungry, keep them lean, keep this brewer yeah. body that I've got. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we did um, have the um, the guys from Shenanigans on. And um, Sam was saying that he'd actually lost, was it like five kilos, something since he started brewing because he didn't realize how physical the job was. <laughs> and, and Sam can't afford to lose five yeah. kilos. I mean, Jesus, skinny mm. as a stick already. Yeah. 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 That's what volunteers are for is cleaning kegs. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the uh, looking to hire at the moment really. Aren't yeah, we? exactly. <laughs> Any volunteers who want to clean kegs, come in and see Sean. <laughs> we have, yeah, we got, we have we got one over there. <laughs> Thank you, Lee. Um, so we got a, a new beer. So we we so we gone through the two pirate life, the session IPA and the the pale ale. Um, Adrian's brought this beer along, so maybe you want to talk about it. Yeah. Um, thanks to Luke from Ale of Time for this one. It's the Mash Brewing Whiz Fizz Berliner Weiss mm. from WA, I believe. Was it Victoria? Isn't it? Well, is it is it Victoria? Well, okay. Mash and. Um, What's the other brewery? Uh, Three Ravens. So I think this is actually might have been brewed at Three Ravens even. Oh, okay. So they basically, the way the system works, the last I understood was the two breweries sort of mirror each other. So um, the Victorian Three Ravens brewery will brew the Three oh, Ravens yeah. and, and mash beers for this side of the country. And then the WA brewery with the same beers over there. Oh, cool. But um, yeah, so I think that's, at this point, the brands are a little bit interchangeable. But this is under the... The mash brewing label. So this was brewed in Thornbury, in Victoria. Victoria. Victoria yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. I love the um, was it the, the garbage pail kids? Do you remember those collector cards? Is yeah. No. Do you? I remember. The glow in the dark. There was like collector cards, and it, I think that's what the artwork is based on. Yeah. But they used uh. to be like this, like just dirty little animals and shit. So it'd be like some. Some dude who lives in a bin, or some chick who just vomits all the time. This is like really like cool. Like I do know you primary school. And this school. looks like a, a chick sitting in a mash tun who's just taking a piss. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 The the bottle was the easiest thing to open as well. Yeah. <laughs> no, we did have to take a short break just to get the right up. tools to get this one going. I think we sawed through the wax seal. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> the beauty of uh, our work site here is that we have every tool known to man at the moment. I think I, we did I was, actually use like three or four different utensils. Yeah, or, I, I, <laughs> I was running tools was, to get this bottle open. I was running around the the brewery trying to look for a knife and felt like I was in a Alanis Morissette song. <laughs> 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 the only thing we didn't really do is the sword. Maybe next time. Next time, I'll get another bottle and we can yeah, fine. get yeah. a saber. That's, <laughs> a, that's a lovely beer, though. It's nice, yeah. I'm uh, yeah, I'm getting a fair bit of melon yeah, character out of it. Put it, yeah, definitely. It's, uh, it's nice. It's like dry, but not too dry. Yep. Um, it is very sherbety. I like the carbonation is really nice and tight. Mm. Good Got a reasonable advice. body for a 2.9 percent beer. Is that all it is? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Cool. 2.9. Fantastic. Really? Oh, I, I had a look. Yeah. Because I thought, oh. It's a bit big. Yeah. A bit, yeah. Yeah. It does have quite a big malt base. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it just keeps a, keeps a beautiful head. Mm. I mean, That's a great beer. Yeah. Mm. So we touched on um, Gabs a bit earlier. You guys were at a presence at both Melbourne and Sydney this year. Good experience? Yeah. We did. Um, we collaborated with uh, uh Dave's Brewery Tours in Melbourne. And Hops and Craft as well. And Hops and Craft, yes. Yeah. Um, so that was really good. That was actually really, really um, good. I mean, Dave's a great guy and yeah. I like what he's doing. And um, and just, you know, logistically getting down to Melbourne and having your own stand is sure. really hardy really hard. And, and actually wrangling eight brewers to get beer in one place at one time and turn yeah. up and work the stand at one place at one time. He did a good job. Jesus. I think, um, Jesus. who was it, Tim Fishwick from Rocks was talking about herding cats. <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's and we worse. were guilty of it as well. It's I worse. I mean, you know, you, you want to try and do the right thing, but man, it's just like... You want to have a good time as well. Like, yeah. 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 Speaking of good time, I've uh, seen some ropey characters on a Sunday morning down in uh, Melbourne before, but seeing you... Uh, Seeing you that morning, Sean. Oh, what? Come on, mate. You were a, a shadow of your usual oh, self. Thank you. Jeez, We've I, all been there. I hope mum's not listening. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, I like to... Yeah, it was, pretty, it was pretty ropey the night before, too. It was, <laughs> when in I Melbourne, was, uh, do as the Melbourne people oh, do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and the hotel was 100 metres away from Catfish, my favourite bar oh, down God, that way. That's and dangerous, yeah. Yeah. We had a We had a really, really good time. It was fun. And seeing a lot of good friends from Melbourne as well. Mm, um, yeah. Just put you in a good mood. And Gab's put you in a good mood no matter where you are. But yeah. how good was Gab Sydney? Gab Sydney was incredible. I, that was, you know what? Great. I, I keep telling people Gab Sydney was the best beer festival I have been to in my it life. It really didn't. It felt like its own thing and not just a copy of Correct. the Melbourne one. It it was, the space, it, it, the it space had a different and the, just the layout and it was great. Whereas Melbourne's site was really open and Sydney was kind of closed, but in a good way. It mm. sort of boxed yeah. things in, but not so you couldn't get it through. But it just uh, made right. a really good atmosphere. I thought. Yeah, it wasn't uh, overcrowded. Everybody kept no. commenting of, of, oh my God, like they could have sold twice the number of tickets mm. and it would have been smashed in here. Mm. But it was great they didn't. Yeah. Because mm. it just Because it gave you more face time with the yeah. people as well. And, and it was a totally different vibe. Like in Melbourne, we stand around on the, on the stand yeah. and talk to ourselves and drink with other brewers. Mm-hmm. And every 10 minutes, uh, you know, a, 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 a beer taster comes up and says, oh, I'd like to talk about the beer or have a taster mm-hmm. whereas in, in sydney we had 
uh, what six deep most of the time at our stand. Yeah, I remember having yeah. to fight my way in to get a yeah. get a beer after you guys. Yeah, it was absolutely insane. I remember yeah. by the time I made it to the stall, you had one beer left. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and it was insane. It was I, I, I've never I've never been like we were planning for for the staff for the stand, and I'm like, oh, seriously, you know, Sean and I or Mikey and I can handle it. Mm. Fine, two of us. I mean, it's not going to be anything big. No. and then. It was like four oh of you behind there one stage. Yeah. Yeah. Pouring yeah. as quickly as we can. Yeah. We still couldn't keep up. It was it was insane. And trying to give the full experience to the customer, obviously. Well, <laughs> Mikey, way Mikey was giving some experience. <laughs> and, the and, and Mikey, if, if he's not on someone's shoulders. <laughs> and there's something wrong. Yeah. So, yeah no, Just going back to that uh, WizFizz, mm. um, Liz brought it up on his phone. There's actually two others. So there's a Granny's Apples and the Purple Stain, which has like... Prince I've seen the strangling a cat or something. I don't know. Have a look. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely Prince. Yeah, purple stain. <laughs> Granny's apple's got the. Jeez, that's a little bit heavy. She's an old chick with a oh, big seen Granny apple, but donk donk. That's yeah, that's good. Oh, it's got the little Kool Aid guy as well on the label. <laughs> oh yeah. Look at that. Oh jeez. Oh my god. Of course. Gran- <laughs> Granny's apple. Sorry, up. the boys. The boys are just uh, uh, researching Granny's apples. <laughs> That's a lot. That's a great label. I think we'll have to. Uh, Whoever's the head of marketing is just <laughs> wrong. You gotta love Zoom on a phone. I think we'll have to put. Yeah. We'll have to put the label up on the website yeah. for uh, yeah. people to see. Wrong in so many good ways. Yeah. yeah, no, that's very well done. That's disgusting. Nah, nah, don't. Like that one, man. <laughs> nah, nah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That beautiful beer. So do we yeah, think so okay, cabs next year? I think it's going to be. Uh, in talk Brisbane of it being well. a. All oh, right, in cool. Brisbane. Brisbane. Okay. As well. Oh, that's a, that's a scoop. Well, I hadn't heard about that. Oh right. Oh, maybe that was a secret. I wasn't. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, exclusive it, listeners. There you go. The, uh, <laughs> I think it'd be the natural next step. Yeah. Put a second day in. Sydney. I think. Yeah. That's yeah definitely. That's what I've heard. Second or even a third day, maybe. At least a second day in Sydney. And yeah. Yeah. Cool. I think it was so smart to do one day in Sydney. Uh, because mm. it just meant that everybody had to go on the day and it sold out. And so next year, everybody's going to say, oh, shit, yeah. you know, we got to get our tickets quick. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it'll it'll be smashed for two days. I think that's the yeah. way to do mm. it. Do one day in Brisbane, do the same same sort of pattern. Yeah. Me- remember that dude came up? I was almost going to tell that story. And I thought, yeah. So we had, a, <laughs> we had someone who turned up for the Sunday session of Gabs while we, were, while we were loading out. Gentleman, literally, literally, he he comes up to me and goes, uh, "Oh, mate, do you know where this beer festival is?" Him and his girlfriend holds up his ticket, and I went, and I pointed at at the word Saturday. You Uh, you mean the one that's on Saturday? And he looks at it and goes, "It's what day is it, man?" (laughs) (laughs) His girlfriend says, "It's Sunday, honey." Oh man, we missed it, didn't we? <laughs> but Sean was a hero, man. Sean, buddy, Sean, buddy, scavenged some some beers mm. from. Uh, you shouldn't oh. go to a beer festival, even if you miss it without oh, a beer. What a no, nice guy! He was a, he, you were a legend. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's cool, man. The guy paid his money. He, he, he got to get paid out of it. Um, and uh, I just felt so bad for him because yeah. they, they didn't. They looked like one of those. They were like a new, newer style couple, and like you know, there's like that awkwardness, and and uh. then then he's absolutely. You probably helped him get he's, some, man. He's, he's, he's yeah. totally screwed up. <laughs> what, beer? That's what I do. That's yeah, beer. That's what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> he, he gave it to him. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of 
knew. Yeah. That was what the interesting thing I thought about Gab Sydney was. There was so many new, uh, yes. new beer, like new craft beer drinkers. New people into mm. beer, like, most definitely. You know, Melbourne, I think, is characterized by uh, people who are really into beer. Mm. Going yeah. To, right? So you get really um, people who understand craft beer going. They just go straight for the the containers. They just do yep. the tastings. They do their notes. They yep. study the guide. Whereas so many people in Sydney just came up to the the stand and said, "Here's my tickets. Just serve me some beer. Take me through it. Yeah, yeah. take me through it. Tell me what you got." And I think just in general, Gabs is the snapshot of what's happening in beer. And for Sydney and Melbourne, and like not only like with the beers, it's almost like a showcase of what's going to be coming out in the next few months. But it, like you said, it gives you a really good read of the customers. And I was even just rocking up to Gabs. Like, I mean, we're all you know we're in, we're in this we're, we drink beer in Sydney. You know most of the people around to some degree. And I was very surprised looking at the line of people lining up and going, I don't know many people here at all. And that's re- not in a bad way. That's, I think it's awesome. That's a great thing. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a great thing that. Actually, and it's such a great environment where people can feel open about it, and like you said, just rock up to you and go, talk, "Take me through what you got." What do you? Yeah, yeah. I, I just think that in in Gab Sydney, um, the normal thing was just to go to the stands, whereas in Melbourne it was sort of the the containers. Yeah, yeah. So that was really cool, and if 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 that could be encouraged for Melbourne, I don't know how you'd encourage that, but sort of the structure of the way that Sydney was set up was sort of more conducive to that yeah, well, I, I think, think one, so. one way would be to allow the, the brewers to have the, um, the the Gab special beers on the stands as well I know you guys had the Otis on the on, on the stand but a lot of the other breweries didn't have their, their festival specials on the stand and I think that's one way that you could help to persuade some of the hardcore mm. beer to tickers I'd much rather have the beer served by you guys where I can ask you about the yeah, beer exactly. than having, no offence to them but some person who doesn't really know what the beer is and is volunteering to, to mm. pour some beers Mm. Yeah, in saying that, there was a lot. It was a very, a, a very hospitality heavy, heavy crowd. Yeah, that, um, great, wasn't it? yeah. Um, yeah, I reckon I didn't have to line up very much at all. <laughs> yeah, um, and the food was sensational at Sydney Gabs. Yeah. Oh, that Jeez. LP's chicken. Oh my! Did you get some of that? Oh, yeah, just a bomb diddly. Oh, I reckon me and Asher probably had about was it half chickens? Yeah, yeah. I reckon we had about four of them between us. On the- <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you had a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was, that was fantastic. Yeah, just the, those those local restaurants that, that everyone visits. Uh, yeah, and just turning it up like just awesome. And you know, like um, a few people were saying how that LP's chicken was like sixteen bucks worth of tickets or whatever. Like sixteen bucks. Jeez, I can tell you for a fact, it's like twenty two at the restaurant. Yeah, so that's right. And you pay double like, it. Yeah, yeah. If you were promised that every time. Yeah. Jeez. No, that was awesome. Yeah, no, I think they've really got the formula right of taking it to another city. And they, mm. you can tell they didn't just go, let's just take Melbourne to Sydney. Yeah. Um, so I really hope they, if Brisbane goes ahead, that they do that and really nail it as well. Because yeah. they got plenty of good breweries up there now, plenty of great bars. Oh, yeah. And great weather. And there's people drinking beers. So. Fantastic. Yeah. So how many years do you th- behind Melbourne do you think Sydney is? One and a half to two years. Really? Is that all? Yeah. Do, would you say three? Yeah, I'd say three. three? Or four, I'd say yeah. more. I'd say th- at least three. Yeah. Yeah. But catching up quick. Well, yeah, it'll probably accelerate. But um, if you think how fast Sydney's come in three years, it's pretty mm-hmm. pretty spectacular. I always say that um, just before Good Beer Week, like you know, because I've been in Melbourne for Good Beer Week the last what, like four years or something, 
And every single time before I go, you know what, you know, Sydney's caught up and then you get to Melbourne and you just see that little bit further they've gone each year. Yeah. And, um, which is great because, yeah, we need, not that we need that to follow them, but it's just, it drives us to do more cool stuff in Sydney and yeah. it's just naturally happening. You know, guys like yourself opening up here, it's changing the way the Sydney scene is. Um, Interesting thing was Sean and I were in um, Portland, Oregon yeah, uh, for the Craft Brewers Conference and... Um, so that was just the, lucky bastards. The most, <laughs> the most Mate, incredible work. experience. I've been wanting to go for uh, the last four years. Yeah, and uh, finally, as almost an inducement to get Sean to to come on board, I said, "And we'll go to the CBC." So I had to go. <laughs> <laughs> I promised it. Really, so had the contract. Yeah. Um, so that you got, got, me, that got me out of jail. Yeah. <laughs> got me out of jail. And. Um, Portland, or sorry, Oregon, the state has the same population of Sydney as Sydney. Yeah, they have two hundred and fifty breweries. Yeah, so Crazy. theoretically, Crazy. Sydney could have two hundred and fifty breweries if we had the same penetra- I mean, penetration of craft beer in Oregon is yeah. like it's insane. Yeah, mm. something stupid like it's thirty or forty percent. I think it's in the forty forty percent of all in, in Portland yeah. itself. It's somebody like told me 60? it's like seventy five. Yeah, you're right. Seventy five percent craft beer. Yeah, so yeah, just insane. Mm. It's so, a bubble within. It's a it's a it unique a environment. But um, yeah. I, I didn't actually see a bud tap. I saw or, PBR on tap, but that was pretty much yeah, as far I saw as PBR, went. and that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um, I mean, what a great experience. We just had such a blast, and uh, we learned so much, like just from talking to other brewers as well as the seminars. Yeah. It was insane. It was the first conference I've actually been to where you go, shit, there's six conference, six sessions on. I need to, you know, Sean, you got to go to that one. I'll go to this one. Yeah, you just can't do you it know, all. Oh, yeah, we'll have to get the can't. recording for this one. I've listened to about 20 recordings since I got back. Oh, that's incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and and even if you're not a brewer and you're just involved in the industry, it's just it's it's not just about brewing beer. It's about marketing. It's about sales. It's about human resources. Yeah. It's, it's every every part of beer. And, and then yeah. five o'clock comes. It's about party. <laughs> yeah. the, the itch starts about three forty-five, yeah. and oh, then yeah. like yeah, yeah. Oh, just, just like you know, rocking into. Just like a, a glorified burger joint. Um, Called Lardo, in case you go to Portland. Oh, it is fair. Yeah. I was looking at the menu yesterday. Oh, so good. It was so good. <laughs> it, I, it, I'm, I'm actually disrespecting it by calling it. A, but it, it's, it's kind of like you go up to the counter to order. Yeah. And it's like a, it's a, it's a takeaway kind of, yeah, kind yeah. of place. Mm. But they had um, a tap takeover with 14 taps. Of Ballast Jeez. Point beers. Jesus, Fort, yeah. fourteen Damn. Ballast Point beer, Ballast Point, and, and then there was another one that yeah, had for Fort George, another Fort George. fantastic oh Oregon brew. Oh, the Fort George yeah. one was oatmeal awesome. pale ale was oh. just wild in like five hundred mil cans as well. Beautiful, yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So like, yeah, we had, I, I had my best best beer was at that Fort George um, mm-hmm. ta- tap takeover at the sandwich shop. Yeah, it was at a the, sandwich shop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> was, was it called Beta? Be, uh, Beta six point two or something oh, like that. It was just like there. Wild. They're just kind of, um, you know, next like batch. It's an idea. Yeah, it was good. It was beautiful. Yeah. But yeah, go so to Portland to if go. you get a choice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, next year is in Philly. Philly. Philly? Uh, yeah. As as an East Coaster, <laughs> I mean, I'm from the East Coast of Canada. And, yeah. And believe me, East Coast in March. Yeah. 
<laughs> so there was a, a fair bit of an Aussie contingent over there as well. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. boys from Batch went down. Yeah, um, the Batch boys we had. Who, who else? Had there's Mountain Goat were there. Yeah. Hargraves Hill, Red Hill. Um, obviously, our um, a lot of the suppliers of the grains and hops yeah. um, were there. A lot of equipment suppliers from here were there. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I should. Yeah, we had dinner one night with the um, craft brewing Illuminati. We'll Illuminati call them. or yep. of of the uh, 2015 yeah, CBC. They, 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 you know, they were slumming it, allow, allowing us to come along. Yeah, jeez, <laughs> yeah, it was a great time. Do you guys even have a brewery? Yeah, exactly. Right. That's what it was <laughs> like. No. I'm there asking a million questions. <laughs> Some visual. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, but it's, it's uh, as much as you know. We, um, as, as some people would laugh it off as a huge piss up. CBC is really, really worth going to, and I learnt so much. And and I mean, I'm almost ashamed to admit this, but I don't think one day we had a beer before four o'clock. Mm. Like we were like the the session stopped at four unless there was a beer tasting during the yeah thing. yeah. It was sort of like four p.m. Mm. Um, but yeah it was uh, it was like it was like we'd see each other in quarter where are you going okay yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I'll see you later mate I'll see you later mate gotta go to this one yeah mm. awesome mm. so the uh, the beer we're now on to is uh, was, it was a Gab's highlight for me um, from Modus Operandi it's their L90 a big uh, big old 9% IPA chock full of uh, tropical fruit flavours mm. could you get a bit of a can um, I don't think I could have got a bigger can. <laughs> no, I don't think no. you could have. <laughs> <laughs> this is a, a cannibal takeaway from the, the Royal Albert Hotel. So I think they're litre-sized cans, aren't they? Or they yeah, bigger? just under, probably. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Just yeah. just underneath, yeah. Um, it's big. It's a cracking beer. I yeah, really enjoy this. Mm. Um, uh, did they call it the L90 because that's how long it takes to drink a can on the bus? <laughs> <laughs> is it really? <laughs> No, because L90 is the bus route oh, that goes, oh. that one of the bus routes that takes you to, to Modus. But it's also, the I think it's the longest bus route in, the, in Sydney. Yeah, it's right. pre- it goes for quite a bit. Uh, yeah, it takes like about an hour to get from Sydney pretty to Pretty sure the, Monavale. the L90 has free Wi-Fi as well. Oh, it's one of those buses. buses. Yeah, pretty Sweet. sure. Yeah. Fire out. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. It's a great name for a beer. It's the fact that it's a, the bus that gets you there. Yeah. Any plans so, for you guys to to brew a big IPA, a big old IPA? Oh, we've mm. got so many plans. It's you got twelve re- taps. You have to brew something. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, and, yeah. the, the amount of beers we've got, like almost every day, it's like, oh, we should do one of these. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, but I think we're going to do a um, uh, a fat charmer. Is going to be nice. Is going to be one of the first, yeah. um, like the first of kind of derivative beers out. Mm. I, I have um, three and a half hours of commute every day, so I have a lot of recipes that I've written in that time. <laughs> do you um, have a little black book? Do you that you're a, taking the train with you? Little little black seen, MacBook um, that it, Pete hasn't seen into yet. And, uh, <laughs> haven't seen the Camperdown One recipe. No, because so so we're uh, we've we've determined that. In our new home of Camperdown, the yep. first beer to come out of the brewery will be called Camperdown One. Lovely. And uh, this, the parameters we set were, it would be a pale ale. <laughs> Pretty, because I, 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 I sort of said when I started, when I started Wayward, I said, 
we will never, ever, ever, ever do a, do pale, a ale. pale ale. <laughs> the world doesn't need another pale ale. So um, I'm, I'm quite happy for people to go, dickhead, I told you you'd do a pale ale. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, I, I said that we wouldn't do a pale ale until we could do a fantastic one. So Sean and I are, are going to um, do a brew off. Ah, okay. is that how it's going to go down? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, so we're, he's going to brew his recipe. I'm going to brew mine. And Are you going to blend or just the, see what happens? No, the, 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 oh, Jesus, I don't want to... <laughs> I, I, I want my beer to turn out okay. I don't want to blend it with, I don't want to thin mine out too much. Shit <laughs> the balls come shit. out. Here we go. Bring it on. <laughs> Fresh talk already. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. No, Sean's, like Sean's is going to be absolutely fantastic. Yeah, just thanks, not so. quite yeah. as fantastic as mine. You can yeah. get super cocky and have both of them on tap at the one time and you can well, exactly. track it by sales. Well, that's, and yeah. you can have like a little like chart behind the bar. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. the idea. That's, look, no, I mean... That would be really embarrassing for Sean. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I was going to say it for one of you. <laughs> oh, man. Hilarious. Yeah. Okay. Regret saying that. <laughs> um, so a few other things that I've heard um, you guys talking about off mic um, is um, like the dedicated tank for Icebox and stuff like that. Um, so, I mean, that's to some degree a big part of how people... Or, the people's perception of what Wayward is. It's not that you just do that, but the devil's advocate yeah, but does have a, lot a of very strong, f- for, strong following. Yeah. DA, yeah. Uh, I remember towards the end of the Gabs, Sydney, there was a line, I think, just for people trying to get a, get a taste of the Yeah, devils. so I, I, I brought out uh, 12 bottles of, out of my personal cellar for Gabs, Sydney, um, <laughs> for just tasting uh, DA. Um so yeah, that was that was good fun. That was good fun, and it was kind of like um, really for the people who understood what you know an ice yeah. block was, and you we know. had two vintages rocking as well. Yeah, didn't? that's yeah. right. We had the thirteen and the fourteen. That was interesting. People doing verticals of them. Yeah. So that was that was kind of that was really cool. That's kind of what I wanted was was people who had tried one and hadn't tried the other, and yeah. Um, so that was really cool. So it's always been a style that I've really just. Doug and um, and you know we I think we're the only ones doing it in, in Australia doing yeah, ice block. Yeah, yeah. So um, when we spec'd up the brewery, I spec'd up a, a, a specific tank that we could use for it, um, and we're going to build a special cool special freezer room for it, um, and we're going to put that in, and then we're also going to um, uh, get some barrels. Yeah. So I want a barrel age. Um, a couple of versions of it and I just want to put it down and we won't touch it for you know nine months or a year great yeah well, we've, we've, we need it. a 2015 vintage mate that's going to be a challenge <laughs> it's going to be fairly young mm. but yeah we might. what do you say 2015 vintage is released in 2015 or Ooh, brewed in 2015 yeah, actually, you're probably right there that's right yeah the that's actually uh, the previous years it was brewed it was Released in the year it was labeled, so yeah, we could we could release it in 2015 with with um, with a note on it. Please, you know, seller for Put six me months. Away please for, please yeah. don't drink me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a bit like the Murray's anniversary. Yeah, because I've had a I've had a few of those that when they're young. Yeah, well, I mean, they weren't very I've impressive. always been on the opinions with things like Murray's anniversary. You buy two. You drink yeah. one straight away and you put one yeah. down. Yeah. So you just That's know where right. it's going. Yeah, yeah. You just you try it and you see yeah. how it is and. 
but yeah i mean i, I imagine it's just going to be you know one of our things is that It'll be our anniversary ale. Of course, yeah, or whatever. yeah. Well, just and your fla- our, one of your flagships, yeah. And you know, every year there'll be a different one, and we'll play around a little bit with the recipe. But um, you know, we'll just summon bourbon barrels and summon yeah. wine barrels. I've never really heard of a brewery designing an icebox section of their brewery, which is pretty exciting. Mm. <laughs> guys, just one more question from me. There's obviously quite a bit of activity in the inner west now. We've got Young Henrys are established grifter down the road who are mm. due to start up it's a bit of a race between you two as to who's going to get the first uh, first batch out the door yeah i'd love to beat them really and uh, the first batch. <laughs> and speaking of speaking of batch they're going as well over in marrickville yeah. we talked about sydney and how far behind or how quickly it's growing do you think that the rate of brewery expansion is increasing in line with demand or is there a risk that actually there's going to be quite a competition for taps mm. in the city very good question very good question. I think um, the rate in which breweries are coming along is also quite equal to the rate in which venues who are going crafty or putting on craft beer taps is growing as well. If you talked about this time last year, the amount of potential taps for craft beer was a lot less yeah. as well. Mm. Um, I think that the, the whole thing about um, other craft beer venues totally drive craft beer sales. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Young Henry's has done amazing things for craft beer in in non-craft beer pubs right because basically people have gone to the brewery and gone oh i really love that beer and uh newtown people tend to stay in newtown so they go to their pubs and they say i want i tried this beer at the brewery and i really want it and so it, it has a pull through so that was the strategy our strategy was to make sure that we actually had a really strong uh physical presence to pull through yeah. demand in the area. That was the that was the whole idea. It wasn't wasn't about selling beer behind the counter. It was mm-hmm. about getting beer advocates out there. It goes back to what you're talking about at the start of the podcast about, you know, involving the community as well. Yeah. It's a big part of that. Um, what proportion do you think you'll sort of sell through here in terms of growler fills, drinking on premises, package stuff oh, from like the brewery? In terms of sales? Yeah. Oh, it'll be like two percent or really? five percent. Okay. I mean it's tiny. Right, because basically we're limited to how many taps we have, and yeah. we're we're like one one very small pub, right? Yeah. And yeah. you know, if you're selling to a hundred pubs, mm. you know, you're yeah. you're one hundredth or fiftieth of of what they're selling. Um, so I mean, we're we're not competing with pubs. We'll have we're, to see how many you get through the door. There's room for quite a few seats in here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're, we're we're hoping we're hoping that it's going to support itself, and um, you know, it's a good, it's a nice cash flow for the business yeah. because it's constant. Um, and I mean, my main driver with this was having a place where we could experiment. Right, yeah. we could always have four beers that we were just experimenting with, and people would tell us. Oh, I love that beer. I hate that beer, or whatever. It doesn't really matter. It's like, oh, you know, put the ones on you love, and push those through. And the ones that people don't love, then guess what? Move on. Yeah. All right. I think yeah. we're going to have to wrap it up there. We're getting the uh, the wind up from uh, from the producer, guys. Thank you ever so much for having us. It's been terrific to check out the the place. Thanks for being so candid with us and letting us know about what's going on and can't wait to see you guys up and running very soon and to uh, can't wait it. for the opening night to come and have yeah a it's mm. gonna be a big party that's for sure mm. thank you for coming oh no thank you no Good thanks guys you cheers yeah no it's um it's 
it's fantastic and you're like oh, we're gonna have <clears throat> probably gonna need like 10 opening parties to yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, we're working them working them out at the moment we'll do yeah. our best to be there yeah. <laughs> for, for all 10 yeah <laughs> You can, be at the, you can be at the media launch, you can be at the trade launch, you can be at the, uh, pit, all the piss head launch, yeah. I mean the, um, the uh, hospitality launch, yeah. Yeah, the yeah. home brewer launch. The, Wool- the Wollongong launch is on. Exactly. You get a, you, you get a high, you get, like, get your own train from City Rail. Just yep, do the no, one. We're going to double-decker bus to the door. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you very much for your time. Um, you should bring the beers as well. Be ah, was, oh, they were good. It'd be yeah. rude to rock up and not bring any beers. No. Yeah. Oh. That and the fact is we're all borderline alcoholics, so we need that much to operate anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you. Thank Cheers. You.